You're listening to your superpowered mind on the Superpower Up podcast, the show that investigates the innate power within your brain to create lasting change. Hi, everyone. Welcome to your superpowered mind. I'm your host, Kristen Maxwell. And in this show, we explore the process of transformation and give you tools and strategies that you can use to transform your own life. Today, we are going to be talking to Alina Vincent about what is the key to having a successful entrepreneur mindset. And Alina Vincent is a business and technology strategist who is passionate about helping entrepreneurs package, and monetize their expertise. Alina's zone of genius combines a strong analytical background, which includes advanced science degrees, with creativity and intuition. She is a master at finding practical, research-driven systems and strategies and helps entrepreneurs create original and intuitive solutions. And I have to say, Alina has been one of my own mentors, and I have worked with her in many capacities. And so I am thrilled for this opportunity to share her with you and also to have the chance to pick her brain. So Alina, welcome to your superpowered mind. Thank you, Kristen. It's such a pleasure to be here. (laughs) Thank you. It's absolutely. So my first question is, what always, what superpower did you uncover as a result of mastering your mind? Oh, it's such an interesting question. I think um, once I started thinking about it, it's all about, um, it's interesting how much we realize that we've always had all of those superpowers. And then eventually you actually start using them. And I think that's what that realization, like, wow, I've just uncovered something. So I'm going to share something with you, but in reality, I think I've always had it. It's just that eventually I came into a realization how to use it for good. And I think one of my superpowers is being able to see the big picture view of anything, of a business process, of a business proposition, especially when it comes to business or even in life. And then so kind of having this eagle point of view where you really zoom yourself out and you see the whole entire big picture. And at the same time, I have the ability to zero in on any specific step of that path and have a step-by-step process on how to get from any point, from A to B, from B to C, from C to D, and not confusing those two things in my mind. And at any point, be able to like zoom in or zoom out as needed. And I even change it based on who I'm talking to, because some people can only speak in big pictures. And unless they see the big picture, they can't take that next step. And some people get overwhelmed when they see the big picture. They only want to see the the next two or three steps. So I think I've discovered how easy it comes to me, that it is one of my superpowers. And now I can use it for good to help my clients and to help anybody I work with. Wow. And it it really, truly is one of the things that people always say about you is that you are so brilliant at grasping situations, really just seeing things from the beginning to the end, and then making it understandable for everybody. And that is such an unusual skill. Thank you. And it took me a while to realize that not everybody thinks that way. It's, It's really 
like it seriously was the biggest revelation for me to realize that it's not something that everybody's born with and yeah so that was i think the biggest discovery for me to think that the way i think is not the way that i don't want to say normal people because <laughs> i cannot do a lot of other things but that things that comes easy and we always we so often undervalue things that come easy to us the way we uniquely position to think about certain things because of our abilities or because of the skills or the talents of the gifts that we have or the training career or experiences we've had in the past and people mostly undervalue things that come easy to them yeah and you know what i love about this is with this answer is that you have somehow and this is one of your super great gifts in working with people is you take what is your strength, which is you, this amazing ability to see everything, and you then turned it around and showed how you also bring the best and see the best in other people. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's truly inspiring. And I mean, I have seen you again and again and again take people who are um, spinning and really get them into action. I don't know if it's you get them in touch with what is great about them or that you're just able to break things down. And that's kind of what I want to talk to you about um, is, you know, for those of us out there who don't have your superpower, mm -hmm. how can we start to think a little bit more like you? <laughs> Oh, <laughs> and don't worry, you don't have to answer that because that was. <laughs> That's a good question. So here's what I usually do, and it's it's a different approach for every person because we all see things differently. Like I'm incredibly visual. I imagine pictures in my head. So I visualize the steps. I can see like plans and maps and diagrams in my mind. And some people are auditory and some people are kinesthetic. So how people learn and how people discover that next step is different. But in general, uh, one thing that's missing in a lot of people's processes when they think about going from point A to point B is they start with the question, what's my next step? And in reality, it's probably the worst question you can ask yourself. The question you should be asking yourself is, where am I trying to get to? Because if you don't know where you want to go, the whole thing was the uh, Alice in Wonderland. If you don't know where you're going to go, it doesn't matter which way you start going. Uh -huh. um, if you don't see the big picture, if you can't imagine what you're trying to build, it's really hard to come up with the series of steps that will get you there. And most people focus on what is the next thing you should do? What should I be doing today? What should I be focusing on this week? Versus starting by saying, here's where I want to be at the end of the month, or here's what I want to be in six months. And then backing it up and saying, okay, if that's where I want to go, if I break it down into smaller milestones, what are my uh, smaller milestones? And then taking each of them and say, breaking it down into like, okay, if, if this is where I want to be in six months, this is what it means for me. This is where I would need to be in 30 days. This is where I would need to be a week from now. And that gives you your steps. Does that make sense? It does. It does. And that is a, a great clarification about... Um, you know, what's my next step? Because that is truly what everybody does without looking back. And I really want to um, dig deeper into, you know, what does your vision look like? Because I suspect when you say vision, it encompasses things that not everybody thinks about. It's not, I just want to make 
a million dollars this year. It's that there's other factors, but we do need to go take a quick break. Before we go, can you um, tell people where they can learn more about you and your work? Uh, sure. They can find me online. Uh, my website is businesssuccessedge.com. Or the easiest way to get a hold of me is join my Facebook open community. It's called Business Owners Who Think Big. Join this group. It's free and I'm there a lot. And this is where you can have a lot of conversations with like-minded entrepreneurs. Great. Thank you, Alina. We are talking to Alina Vincent on what is the key to having a successful entrepreneur mindset. We'll be back in a moment. Are you here to change the world? Do you talk about things like vibration, frequency, awakening, and consciousness? Are you pretty sure you have superpowers? The Superpower Net is unlike normal coaching programs and conscious communities. We provide training, intuitive guidance, peer-to-peer -peer learning, intensive one-on-one -on -one coaching, and a high vibrational network of people just like you. When you join the Net, you get 24-7 access to a collaborative group of people who support you as you master your personal power and unlock your superpowers. If you're ready to use your superpowers to change the world, then join the Superpower Net today. Visit superpowerexperts.com slash the net to learn more. Welcome back, everyone. So Alina, I want to dive in quickly because I have about 700 questions that I want to ask you about picking apart your brain. But with the vision, like what when you are setting a vision for yourself, what kind of factors go into that? Is it just a visual? Is it just facts? Is it a feeling in your body? Does that make sense? The more uh, parts of your body you can include in this process, the more like you can do the mind and the spirit and the energy around it, the more uh, realistically you can actually manifest it or make it happen, whichever way you want to think about it. So when I create a vision, I usually, it's not like, oh, I just want to have a million dollar business. Um, you want to think, or at least I would encourage you to think in terms of like, what are some of the specific things you want to create? And then envision each of them separately. So for example, a couple of years ago, one of my visions was I wanted to have a mastermind, my own high level mastermind with amazing people who were working together, who I was supporting. And and I wanted to have a team of coaches, a team of experts that were supporting them. So I was envisioning this. Like I was seeing myself in front of the room. I was seeing people succeeding and um, reaching their milestones, reaching their goals and saying, yes, thank you. This is the, because we're in this mastermind, we're reaching those goals. And I was envisioning people on my team who were happy to support me, happy to support our participants. And now it's all happened. So when you break your any of your visions into specific things you want to accomplish, so not just like I want to make lots of money and I want to have freedom to travel, but what does travel mean to you? What does making money mean to you? Where are you going to create the money? Maybe it's going to be through doing events. Maybe it's doing online online JV affiliate launches. Maybe it's through having high-end programs. Maybe it's by running retreats. And then going into each of those visions separately and using all of your senses. So like, what would it feel like to have this experience once it's all uh, working and once you're succeeding? How much money are you making from this? What are people saying? What are you hearing? How do you feel in your body? What is that, like emotionally and energetically, how do you feel 
from having a success. And then once you kind of, it's all embodied in you and you can envision it with every single one of your senses. So not just like, oh, I want to make $100,000 on this event, but really feel like taking that money to the bank, like dropping it on the counter and people looking at you and saying like, wow, you must be very successful or whatever that vision looks to you. The more you can like really, really viscerally feel it and experience it, the more likely you're going to be creating this for yourself because it creates that energetic pool that no matter what you do, that pool still exists. And if you're in your daily grind and you're like, oh, I can't write another email or, oh, I had to work another 10-hour day or, oh, this person said no to me. If you only think about this and you don't have that expression of like, but this is what I'm working for, this is my why for this specific process, you just quit or you'll just get depressed or you'll just say like, this, it's not worth having this business. So having that vision and not just as a, like a line on a piece of paper or just, some, just saying I want to make lots of money, you need to have something that anytime you're down, anytime you having doubts anytime you feel like you're not bringing any value or people just you keep getting rejections all the time if you can drop back into that feeling of like wow i'm standing here on stage there's hundreds of people applauding me and they're saying uh, they just had major breakthroughs and they're business is going to change because they came to this event. If you can drop into it even for a second, it changes the way you look at your everyday grind. Wow. That is, <laughs> that's amazing. That is one of the best um, descriptions I've ever heard about vision. And I love you, that, that you bring it to life in a person so that it starts to live in them. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. yeah. That that's um really truly amazing. And it's funny because it leads into my next question, which is what when I'm working with people, I so often see that they have, you know, when there's doubts or insecurities or they're not taking action, that there's some underlying belief that they're almost not even aware of. Mm-hmm. That is what they're what they happen to be manifesting, even though they're working really hard and they're trying. It's a struggle. So my question for you is, and this is kind of a personal question, so punt <laughs> it. Is what belief do you have that underlines you? Because there is something about you where you're like, I'm going to make this happen. So are you aware of that belief, and what would it be? Um, yeah, there's lots of things <laughs> I think that go into that. So I'm going to share kind of how I see it now. And I'm also going to share a couple of things that I've had the beliefs around and I've overcome because mm-hmm. they weren't serving me. Uh, right now, I think I've experienced enough of um, failures and successes where it really doesn't matter how you feel about things, doing things, taking action, actually going out there and sharing your vision with people or taking action, sending that email, approaching people, uh, asking people for stuff that half of the time you're going to be spending way more energy overthinking it and fearing it and stopping yourself. than if you just feel the fear and do it anyway, as one of our coaches used to say, Mm -hmm. uh, turns out like 15 minutes into that process, you're like, I have no idea what I was worried about. So very often right now, if anything comes up, my first reaction, let me just do it and see if any of that is actually true. 
And sometimes it is true. Sometimes I fall flat on my face and it's like, oh, okay, uh, lesson learned. What can I do uh, differently next time? And sometimes it's so easy and so effortless that I'm so glad I didn't spend three weeks overthinking it and feeling all of those emotions and fear. And I just went and did it. So my kind of reaction right now that anything that feels challenging, anything that feels expanding, uh, where I'm like, oh, I'm excited and scared and I'm not sure if I should do it. I just do it. And not necessarily always like feeling happy about doing it, but (laughs) the process of doing it clears so much of those blocks and beliefs and the resistance. So that's part of it. And I wanted to share with you a couple of things that like different beliefs were running in me. Like one of the things that I've had was that you had to work really, really hard to earn money. I remember I was once at a life event and the person on stage said like, raise your hand if you'd rather earn $100,000 versus win it in the lottery. And I think I was like one of the only people who actually raised their hand. And I said, I can't, it's not the same. Like I would not appreciate, I would not like, I have to earn that money. I have to work really, really hard. I have to have like three jobs. And it all goes back to where I was growing up and we never had enough money. And my parents had to work both a couple of jobs just to keep the ends meet. So to me, in order to have any money or in order to have enough money to survive, you had to really hustle all the time. And there was such an underlying belief that I felt like if I wasn't working hard, the money wasn't worth it. And it would just kept disappearing. And it just, it was not a good energy to be in. Once I realized that that was actually running through a lot of my actions and I let go of that. And I said, I will allow money to come to me any way possible. Um, if somebody wanted to just give me a hundred dollars, I'll take it. If somebody wanted to give me $5,000, I'll take it. If I went into the lottery, that's great. And now money comes to me so much easier and I still work hard. And sometimes they don't. <laughs> sometimes money comes in unexpectedly. Sometimes uh, I have to work for it harder, but I don't have this need to constantly be struggling and working hard and working long hours in order to make the ends meet. Does that make sense? It does. And let, let me just say, just for those pe- people out there who don't know you, and I, I assume you don't mind me sharing this, no, that's okay. I know that you built a, a seven-figure business in several years. So yeah. very, very quickly. So you've definitely switched your belief around money. Yes. <laughs> well, I'm sure it helped. I don't think I would have hit million dollars in my business if I still felt like I had to work really, really, really hard all hours of the day and neglect everything else in order to make money. It's that ease and effortlessness that we all we all want to have an easy business. We all want to just people come to you and throw their credit cards at you. But unless you have the right mindset and you're attracting the right energy and the right people, it's not going to happen. Right. And so then this is where I go back and this is where I'm a little bit like a bulldog. Uh-huh. <laughs> how, how did you get that mindset? How did you let go of the, of the mindset and the belief that wasn't working and change it? And do you even know how you did um, Yes and no. Um, number one is I was part of a really amazing mastermind, was a great community and a really good mentor at the time. So a lot of that stuff I did not do because I wanted to change. I did because it was part of the environment and I was kind of forced to look at myself a lot. I grew up in former Soviet Union. I come from this analytical left brain uh, family of 
uh, academics. So for us, it was always about professional development. It's always get more degrees, learn some more, get another degree. It was never about spiritual development or personal development. So um, I know this is probably going to sound really bad, but I even, I did not even know that the concept of personal development really existed up until about five or six years ago. And then I was kind of forced into that because of the mastermind I was in. And I had to take a really close look at who was doing what to whom? Because my tendency has always been like, who do I blame? Something didn't work. Whose fault is it? And how did you make me feel? And all of that stuff was always external. And I never looked at myself, who I was being, how I was acting, and how I was uh, attracting all of that stuff that was happening to me. So when that mirror got basically turned on me, and I started realizing that um, maybe there is a common element and maybe it's all me. And uh, one of the books that really influenced me was The Letting Go um, by David Hawkins. Oh, yes. Uh, huge book. I read it. I'm like, oh, this is because I was like the whole entire focus of like revenge and like, oh, I'm going to get people and I'm not going to forgive and I'm going to remember everything. All of that stuff kind of melted as I was going through that process. And now anytime, so I was kind of forced to do all of this growth. Right. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And now I'm always, I always have a mindset coach. I always have an energy coach. I'm doing a lot of stuff. Like anytime I have a trigger, anytime I catch myself like shrinking or coming from the place of lack or place from uh, resistance, I always go, instead of just saying like, Ooh, I don't want this or I don't want to work with you. I always um, open it up instead and I say, okay, where's that coming from? Where can I trace it? How can I heal it? How can I let it go so it does not stop me? So the whole entire process was basically, like I said, kind of forced on me. And it was the best thing that ever happened to me. And majority of it was just looking at what I was doing and who I was being and where it was coming from in my life to focus on it versus slipping it under the rug and pretending it never existed. Wow. Yeah. So answer your question? <laughs> yeah, it did. That was great. So it was a process of really seeing who you were and learning to take responsibility mm-hmm. for. That was a big one for me because it's always was somebody else's fault when things were happening before. I always had somebody, somebody or something to blame and things were always happening to me, not that I was creating my own reality. So changing that perspective makes a huge difference. It's like now if I have um, bad results somewhere, it's like, what? okay, what did I do to attract that? What can I change in myself so I no longer attract this reality or this situation? Wow. That's, and it is funny because, you know, the language you use and the words you use is very much in the, you know, around the energetics now. Yes. (laughs) Attraction, which is, does not, fit with your Russian background necessarily. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. I I would say I'm a completely different person because of all the work that I've done. Wow. That's, that's great. And you know, one of the things that is um, really interesting about watching you work too, is how much you use intuition. And can you talk about that? Because I've seen you take people And it's almost like you get a download of, okay, this is what you need to do for the next literally year. Like these are all the steps. Yeah. Where did, how does that play in? (laughs) 
I used to think because I was smart and especially with my like engineering brain, um, I have a degree in theoretical physics and I have a degree in computer science and engineering. So for a long time, people go, oh, you're so smart. How did you know it? We only talked for five minutes. How did you just pull a program out of me? How did you know exactly how I needed to market? And my, in my mind, it's always been like, well, I'm smart. I understand how to problem solve. I can see things as a process. And like, there's a lot of this, like everything is an algorithms. Everything can be broken down into steps. Everything can be simplified. And then I was sitting once with one of my really, really good friends and she's, um, highly intuitive, highly gifted. She's a psychic and she's like totally in the realm. And she was watching me. We were sitting in the hotel and we were talking to a few people and they were just like giving advice left and right. And so she turns to me and she goes, you think you're smart, right? <laughs> you're not that smart. You're getting downloads. You're just not calling it that. Oh, wow. <laughs> and uh, because she also is in touch with this whole like alignment and what you should be doing, she's like, you were giving spot on advice and it wasn't coming from you. It's coming from somewhere else. And my whole entire life, I've always trusted my gut feeling, like whatever you want to call it, gut feeling intuition. I would know like this is a safe place to go. And I would go to like some scary places and be totally fine. Or this is the right person to trust or here's the decision I need to make. But I've never been out and open with it. It's kind of like I used it for my, as a personal tool. Mm-hmm. never in my business, never to give advice to other people. And then when I was pointed out to me several times that what I do is really kind of out of the realm of the logical possibilities, how I can like, tap into somebody's business. I don't need to know anything about their expertise, but I can lay out their complete direction for them. Um, now I'm kind of getting more in touch with the this whole idea is like, maybe I'm getting downloads. Do I need to understand how and why? Not really. Is it helping me be a better coach? Absolutely. Is it helping me um, tune into it more from decisions that I make in my own business? Absolutely. Is it making the world better? I hope so. <laughs> so I'm kind of to a point where I'm not going to analyze it. And I am going to tell people that some of the stuff is intuitive. Some of the stuff is strategic. Some of the stuff, some stuff is because I know it. Some stuff is because it came to me in that moment. And it's a really interesting combination. Again, coming from this book called straightforward left brain engineering uh, background and now playing on the woo-woo side and combining them. Um, <laughs> that's why even my bio says I'm, playing on this like creative and intuitive side. And I love being on this kind of a bridge between the two. Yes. It's, it's fun to, to see actually, really. <laughs> it's, it's sort of like a mat, not to sound too much like a, a fan and a groupie, <laughs> but it's a little bit, it, sometimes it's, it's, it is a little bit magic. It seems a little bit magic what you do. Oh, and, thank you, Kristen. <laughs> sure. And, you know, I have a couple more questions. And sure. one of them, well, there's two. What One of them is, is it possible? Because you do have these gifts. And they seem like, as you said, like you've been intuitive without actually realizing it your whole life. And mm-hmm. you you know, you had a mirror to show that you weren't taking responsibility. And so you were, you learned how to do that. Um, Is it possible, you know, in your, with your work with all the people for them to learn how to um, like have these beliefs and mindsets? Do you see that happening? 
um, yeah, <laughs> I didn't think it would be possible for me. And the change in beliefs and change in the, the power of the mind is has nothing to do with your abilities. I think is if you're open to change, if you are looking for transformation, if you know that certain things are holding you back and you're open to taking that next step, anything is possible. I've seen you work. You've done some work with me and I love the way you approach this stuff. Some of the stuff that I do is I learned from you, Kristen, by the way. <laughs> but, well, thank um, you. Like even as simple as um, I'm really conscious now of what I say and how I say it. So I, I don't want to ever hear like never or always. So here's mm -hmm. an example, something that uh, we've worked on together and I've seen you do for other people. When somebody says, oh, nobody ever hires me. It's like, well, is that true? Has there <laughs> ever been any cases that somebody did hire you? And just kind of digging into it and looking at the reality of the situation. Are you exaggerating? Are you oversimplifying things? Are you generalizing things? And the world kind of starts changing. It starts going from black and white, like nobody likes me, nobody wants to hire me, nobody's going to pay me this much, or this is not worth it, into like, oh, there are going to be, be people who are going to be attracted to this. There will be people who hire me. And then the more you believe in your own abilities and the more you start changing the way you approach everything. And every time um, I talk to people or I work with clients, sometimes I ask them, uh, is like, where do you think you're coming from when you're describing this from the abundance or from luck? And people go, oh, yeah, that was definitely not abundant thought. And just <laughs> simple realizations. And next time they start catching themselves on that. And next time you might say like, okay, great. And what if instead of saying like, I want to have 10 people in my program, you would say, I want to have 10 people or more in my program. So every time you having conversations with people around you, you can start like pushing and expanding and keep increasing their awareness of how much more is possible. And I think people can't help but um, it kind of it rubs off on you and then you start thinking the same way too and you start catching yourself so I think it's absolutely a learned thing there's amazing teachers who do that there's amazing books that uh, help you do that there's amazing coaches and mentors who do that I love your podcast you keep increasing people's awareness and increasing the abundance in the world and helping people change their mind and in terms of how do you rewire your thoughts so instead of coming from the lack, from the resistance, from fear, you start coming in with love and abundance and possibilities and opportunities. So, wow. um, yeah. <laughs> oh, thank you. And that is um, really nice to hear and also very encouraging to all of us <laughs> who are, you know, it, it, when we're not born with that, that sense of like, okay, I can go do this. And mm -hmm knowing that it really is possible to expand your belief of who you are and how you show up. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty incredible. Well, and, and the beautiful thing about the beliefs, if I can add one more thing, is once you expand, they never go back. They might shrink a little bit, but they will never go back to where you were. Like a lot of the, the work that you do, a lot of the work is the mindset on the energetic or mindset level or beliefs or um all of those things, once it's expanded, it will never go back to where it was. And I think that's the beautiful things. And that's why the more transformation you can experience, the more breakthroughs you're going to have, the more personal and mind development you do, the more of this kind of work you do, the more and more expanded you're going to become. It just, you can't help yourself. It just keeps happening. 
Yes, that's true. And the energy that you give off and mm-hmm. expands. That's great. And then, so now I'm going back into more than more um, step-by-step stuff. But one of the things that I've seen you do and one of your um, big programs, you know, that you lead people through is around challenges. Mm-hmm. And I have experienced this myself and I've seen hundreds of people who are scared and afraid of being visible and don't know what to do. And you have a program that leads them through it mm-hmm. step by step. And it almost gets them past their fears. Yeah. Like what, <laughs> what you were talking about. And I guess I would be, you know, tell us in your opinion, why you think it works. You know, what is it about this challenges program? Right. Well, so first let me define it in case people don't know what we're talking about. So we're not talking about like the challenges online, the difficulties that people are experiencing. We're talking the five-day online challenges, which is a five-day mini training where you're taking people through a series of steps at the same time to accomplish a common goal or learn a new skill or just try something new for five days. So that's what we're talking about. So I have a program that basically teaches people how to do this entire process. And I find, and I totally, I totally have a biased opinion, but I think it's the fastest and easiest way to get visibility, to get clients online and to get done. Because in just a matter of days, you can really position yourself as an expert and start attracting clients online. And the reason I believe it works, because it's super, super simple. I'm all about how do you simplify everything? How do you take something complex and overwhelming and condense it down to something really small and something that feels doable? And the concept of five-day challenge is like it's the simplest thing you can do in your business that can really position you. because. It only takes five days to run. You only need to create five, five-minute videos to create it. And it's all over in five days. And then people fall in love with you. People start seeing the results. You have this whole concept of micro-learning because we as adults in this society are overwhelmed and bombarded with too much information. So if somebody offers you another three-hour webinar, you'll be like, oh, no, not another webinar. But if I invite you to join a five-day challenge that's very short. It's not like a year-long program. And I promise you that you're going to learn something new in minutes a day, and you're going to be implementing it and getting the result that same day. If I give this to you for five days, you have, um, as a participant in the challenge, first of all, you usually fall in love with the person who created the challenge because you're finally seeing the results because it's something doable, it's something practical, it's something you can take action on right away and you get an, a win every single day. You can't go through a process and experience wins every five, every day and not want to have more from that same person or following the same process. And this is why they're really highly converting, they're really easy to implement and it's easy for people who are taking the challenges and they're easy for people who are running the challenges because the best marketing method you can use in your business is the one you're actually going to do. And so many amazing marketing methods work, but they require three months of pre-work or six months of pre-work, or you have to spend thousands of dollars on technologies or a crew or video crew or um Facebook ads. And this is something you can start with with no list, with no following, with really, you can do it in under $10. Um, 
run the whole entire challenge, maybe even less if you already have a couple of things in place. And people feel that it's doable and people do it. So I think um, the reason this whole process works is it's simplified to a point where I can't even think of anything that's um, gets people so excited, builds the community, converts your followers into clients as fast and as easily as online challenges. Yes. And that's <laughs> what I've seen. And I've seen there have been hundreds and hundreds, maybe thousands of people who've gone through your program. And then they do their programs themselves. And you know what you're saying is that it it's the, when you run the challenge, you actually do bring people to you. Because for the reasons you said, because it's simple. And from my standpoint of helping the entrepreneur actually take the action, it's like, it's so easy to do. It's not overwhelming. Like, oh, I can do this. <laughs> yeah. I, I can share what I know. And, and, I, and then what it does is it gives people that feeling of confidence. That's what I've seen. Is they're like, sure. oh, look. Yeah, it's kind of like, do you want to keep thinking and overthinking how you're going to create this year-long something? Or do you want to just take a couple of hours, create this challenge, and run it in five days and get clients right away? And usually people don't have any excuses for not doing it. <laughs> and then they do it and they go, wow, I finally got my very first online client. Or wow, I added 50 people to my list. Or wow, I sold 200 copies of my program. So we have results ranging from people who are complete beginners who've never even had a Facebook account up until now to people who have multi-million dollar businesses. And you can use them on any level of your business and they still work amazingly well. It's a formula that's so scalable that you can start from scratch and get your first client or you can run and uh, make a quarter of a million dollars on your challenge. Yeah, it's pretty incredible. Well, and I've seen it with so many people having done it, it's, um, and they enjoy it. I mean, I think that's also part of it. It's like, oh, it's fun. Yeah, yes. it's fun. It's good. Well, Alina, thank you so much that you have given so much to think about. And I've taken a ton of notes myself. <laughs> um. Can you remind people again where, you know, is there someplace they can go to learn about you or even about the challenges program? I don't yeah. Know. So if people would like to download, um, I have a challenge checklist, which goes over every single element you need to include when you're running your own online challenges. You can go to businesssuccessedge.com forward slash challenge checklist. And uh, so Download that because it's going to give you really the foundational work of what challenges are. It's going to give you some examples of the challenges and every single element you need to create in order to run your challenge. And if you want to actually experience some of the challenges, I usually run them inside of my free open Facebook community. It's called Business Owners Who Think Big. So just go on Facebook and search for business owners who think big, ask to join. And there's over 22,000 people in that group lots of amazing, big thinking entrepreneurs. And this is also where you can experience challenges in lifetime. Great. Thank you so much, Alina. Thank um, you so much for having me. Great. I look forward to um, speaking with you again myself someday. <laughs> Take care. And to all of you listeners, thank you again for being here, for caring enough 
to to do what it takes to be expand into your greater self. Until next time, go out and remember that you do hold the power to change and transform your world. Are you ready to discover your superpowers? Go now to superpowerexperts.com and take the superpower quiz today. 